0: you think welcome to the i work for Him zone i hope you're never the same every day on the i work for Him show it's we try to challenge the way you think about your faith and work today today we're talking about get this get this get this magic for jesus and we've got jeff williams magician entertainer and evangelist joining us for our discussion do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart how the music can it's magic. All right, but before we get to Jeff, a verse today. Acts nineteen eighteen through nineteen. Many also of those who have believed kept coming, confessing and disclosing their practices. And many of those who practiced, and practiced magic brought their books together and began burning them in the sight of everyone. And they counted up the price among them and was found found at fifty thousand pieces of silver. Jeff Williams, magician extraordinaire, entertainer. Evangelist, Welcome to the I Work For Him program.
1: Thanks, Jim. It's a pleasure to be
0: here. Well, we're going to have some fun today. Now, let me just, I have, uh, I got the privilege of meeting Jeff early last year at the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay, found online at C3TV.org. And Jeff came in to share a little bit about what he was going to, uh, how he was going to perform at our meeting, which, which is the God at Work conference that the Christian Chamber puts on every fall. And you were the entertainment for that day. And uh, you spoke at the Chamber. And, and just shared your testimony, shared how, how God has allowed you to use your entertainment and your magic to reach people for Christ and to raise money for those that are also reaching people for Christ. I just thought, well, magic on the radio may be a little bit of a twist for people, but I thought, we got to do this.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's amazing. And if people, wherever you're at, if you want to play along, you need to grab a deck of cards or at least a stack of about... 18 business cards and something, you know, that you can write on on one or more of them. But if you're driving, you're just going to have to
0: imagine it in your mind. Right. But this is going to be recorded so they can get back and listen to it later on. And you've got two tricks for it, two magic examples today, right? You said you were going to bring two? That's correct. Okay, one's got cards, and I could just say, I'm looking at this deck of cards. I have not counted yet, but I'm sure, because Jeff's a man of God, there's nothing extra in here, but I'm sure he's going to probably want me to shuffle or do something with him. Uh, we yeah. probably should have clarified that ahead of time. I can't shuffle cards, but no. that's okay. Alright, so before we get into the magic and how you, how the Lord uses this in your life each and every day, I really want to just hear how is how is Jesus Christ making an impact on your life today? Wow. I'm, you know, this is the most...
1: Every day is the most amazing day ever, because it could be your last. It's definitely the first one of your future. And so <laughs> I'm... I like that. And so I'm, I'm always excited about... Every day has these brand new possibilities. And you mentioned, you know, the people at work. They may be the only Jesus that people get to actually experience. And that goes for each and every one of us, for... All of the things that we do, I may be the only magician that some people get to see live. You might be, you know, the only radio personality that some people get to actually meet live. Or, or you're going to be maybe the first one. You have to make a specific. Kind I hope it's of not impact. really
0: disappointing for them though when they meet me. No, it's
1: never disappointing. <laughs> no, no, no. And so we need to obviously try to do the best that we can in whatever we're doing. For a variety of things, but, you know, the the
0: kingdom most of all. Where did you gain your passion for doing magic tricks? Oh, boy. And is it it offensive when I call them tricks, or is that what you defer them at? No, I think a lot of
1: people know when, when we talk about magic tricks, you know, we're talking about little miniature illusions. Things that are either improbable or impossible under normal circumstances. And so these are simulations. No more than uh, having a dinosaur run down the street in L.A. in a movie. You know, we buy into it for the entertainment purpose, but we don't really believe that
0: Harrison Ford is in any danger whatsoever in the movie. I don't know. When he was surrounded by snakes, when he found the Ark of the Covenant and he was down, that looked real. It did, and it was real to a degree. If you look closely back at the frame by
1: frame, you'll actually see... The snake's reflection In the glass That separates The two of them
0: Yeah (laughs) Yeah It's true true. Don't wreck No Don't wreck Um, Don't No
1: Don't do that I'm just saying I'm just saying We we buy into it We do Because because we love entertainment We love to be entertained
0: And we like to be Yes, we like to be challenged. We like to have our heart race. We love to be emotionally charged. We yep. we love all of that.
1: Yeah, we do. And and so that is exactly what I do as a as a magician. I'm not out taking people's money like it was in the Bible. Those magicians were actually leading people astray right. on a variety of different things. What I do is is I'm a. It's sort of a real time movie almost. It's a live special effect. Uh, I'm just simulating something that I. Can't can't actually do any I think um, Andre Cole the great Christian illusionist said it best he says any 9 year old can do what i do if they've had 30 years of practice <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well i would agree and anybody can do what i do with i don't know they couldn't because th- I haven't had any practice, two and a half years. But uh, okay, so here's here's the question: How did you get your passion for magic? Where did it come from? I mean, did you run across a you go to a show when you were a kid and go, "Oh, I want to do that"? I, well, when I was a kid, I enjoyed
1: you know checking the books out from the library. That was that was a lot of fun. But it really didn't hit me until later on. My background is in theater, uh, Western Illinois University, theater department there, and I toured Europe with an acting troupe right out of high school. So theater was my thing. But it wasn't until I moved to Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Uh, My
0: parents live in Tucson. I love it out there. What would you love about it? It Has no water. It's 110 there every day during the summer, well, and there's you can't ever hug a tree. Well, they had well not safely. No, they had a
1: they had a magic shop there. Uh, in fact, they had two at one point, point. and I'd never actually been in an actual magic shop. So I went there. I saw this gentleman john alexander do the most amazing things right there in front of me and i knew it was a trick but i loved it i totally fell in love with the theater behind the whole thing and he said well there's going to be this this uh, public show put on by the local club members and i thought great i've never seen live magic i've only seen it on television so I went to the show and was completely floored. It was the most amazing thing. Uh, they were they were taking doves out of nowhere and then splitting them into two and throwing them around, turning into streamers. And I thought, wait a minute, this is this is amazing. So I got to meet the the people afterwards, and it turns out they were club members of a magic club that regular people, normal folks, could go to, and pick up secrets and things like that and I thought I should go check out their meeting and it just took over i mean it's i turned out that i have an aptitude for sleight of hand and
0: three years later (laughs) which your mother already knew and your uh, dad was all right he tried to spank it out of you but he couldn't just couldn't do it no i uh and three years later i was you're denying that i noticed you just walked right past that do we need to get your mom and dad on the phone i mean what's the deal i mean seriously a sleight of hand you had before you came to christ did you ever use that ability for sleight of hand for your own selfish gain
1: Nope, not at all. No, it was not ever a temptation to be able to to uh, say I want to cheat someone here, you know, out of out of you know their money or property or whatever. Um, It was always for me entertainment, and so the actor side of me said this is my vehicle for my character and it's now taken me all over the world I've performed in at the magic castle in hollywood at the magic circle in london i've been in europe australia all over and it's been very good to me i'm a lucky fan because i get to do the thing that I love the most which is entertaining people with magic
0: we bring people on the show from all different kind of walks of life you're our first professional magician and really first world entertainer I mean you're performing in front of live audiences mm-hmm all over the world. You get ready to go to Iowa, Illinois, which that's the kind of place you're supposed to go in like October when it's just absolutely spectacular instead of July when it's hotter there than here. I don't know if you knew that, but it's hot. Well, you said you went to Illinois, Western Illinois University, so you already know mm. it's hot there in the summertime. Yep, it is. So, But where did you come to Christ along the way? I mean, how did, I mean, to, because you see a lot of magicians that tend to go towards, they don't, not the dark side like in Star Wars, but they tend to have a little darkness to their magic
1: well this i came to christ before i got involved with magic i was uh i worked as a night auditor at a ramada inn so you night auditors out there i've got a big fuzzy place in my heart for you all because you do some amazing stuff and my girlfriend at the time ambushed me took me to a bible study And I was not a Christian, and we were at one point holding hands, standing in a circle, singing songs. And I thought this is the closest thing to a cult. They're going to have Kool Aid next. I'm going to. (laughs) I have to get out of here. It was so. It was was, after Jim Jones then did his deal in Guyana. So frightening for me. And she thought it was hilarious because we were just. She had taken me over there just to go visit some friends. As she said, and so that was my my baptism into uh, Christianity, so to speak, and she, after a while, we had some good friends, and I had a lot of questions and John Coffey, if're he was a gentleman at the uh, Whiteman Air Force Base in Warrensburg, Missouri. And so it was just down the road from where I lived. And he answered my questions. He was very, very patient. Everyone should have a Christian mentor like John, who no matter how wild, insane or crazy the questions were, he would think about it and then he would calmly talk about it and show me in the Bible where it was backed up. And he was uh, he was amazing. He he was very, very instrumental in bringing me to Christ
0: and, and a very famous name to his name was made famous by the Green Mile. John Coffee. I don't know if it's the same. Probably not. Because maybe that was, not. But but you know his name yeah. was made famous. It was. So you had a guy disciple you, and, and he led you to Christ. Disciple you in Christ. And then you started getting involved in magic and, and and entertainment. You already were in entertainment. Yep. You just took it to the next level where you're entertaining and getting people to listen to your mouth and look at your eyes instead of what your hands are doing. Yep. So people are supposed to have, biz- have business cards in front of them or cards in front of them. How much time do you need for this trick? Uh, not very long. Uh, we'll right, just... So let's do the first trick before the before the break. we got like three and a half minutes. Can you do it in three and a half minutes? We sure can. What you're going to do is you're going to... Uh... I've got a deck of cards in my hand, just okay. so everybody knows. If they're pretty well shuffled...
1: I have no idea. Really do well, I trust you? They're, I shuffled them before Good, because I can't shuffle cards. That's fine. I want you to make two piles of nine cards each, so you can deal back and forth. Or you can do just pull off nine cards, <laughs> <laughs> you know. However you want to do it. Should have had Ivan do this this way. And, and then take the rest of your cards and set them off to the side. You I'm won't saying, be using those. I'm not either. using these. Okay. okay. Pick right. up pick up one of the two piles of nine cards and mix them around a little bit. Okay. Give them a little bit of a mix. Now, if these are your business cards, uh, what you'll need to do is. Then take, uh, after you've got them good So I'm mixed. shuffling
0: the cards now. They're mixed. I chose the left pile of nine cards. The right pile is sitting aimlessly off to the side. Okay, so keep that left pile in your hand. I got it, I it in my hand. I want you to peek at the face card, the bottom card of that Why? pile. Well, how do I know it's Just, a
1: face card? It's not a face card. Well, no, I got the bottom card. The face card. of the, that the card. The face of the card. I got it. Okay, and I want you to remember that card. Okay. Got it? Now, if you have business cards, you're going to want to just write a card name on that. Okay. I got oh, it. Now, take that pile in your hand and put it on the one on
0: the table. I have now taken the pile and put it on top of that pile on the table. Okay. Now, you're going to... So, I have a pile of 18 cards. Yep. And now you're going to pick that pile, the whole thing up. Yep.
1: And we're going to be dealing cards as we spell the name of the card. Now, if it's like Ace of Spades... You would deal one card for each. Letter? Letter? Yep, like this, until you spell. And make sure you include of, which is its middle name. Okay. Okay, so
0: silently. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: All right, and then take the ones in your hands and plop them on top. Okay. The, yep. And then pick everything up again. All right. I have done, as he said, oh, I, I counted
0: right. it out, and I'm pretty sure I spelled it right. And then okay. I put the rest of the pile on top.
1: Yep. Now we've picked everything up again. We're going to
0: program a magic word into it. Okay. Here we go. Magic on the radio. Program a magic word. Waving magic my hand word. across the pile.
1: And the word is Jeff. It's G
0: E O F F. G off, as we had a friend in the neighborhood That's called. right. So spelled G and E. O-F-F. Plop it on top.
1: Plop it on top. Pick it back up. I did. I have picked it back up again. All right. Now, your card was either a red card or a black card. Very
0: good. Now, he did that without even knowing anything. It was either a red card or a black card. I did not use that. Wow. Okay.
1: All right, so people, you're going to remember what your card was, because it's been a while. <laughs> it was either a red card or a black card. Right, so. which I thought was amazing that you knew that already. Yeah, so we're going to actually go and, and spell red card or black card, whichever one is applicable to you. So do that one. I have all the all the letters? Yep. Okay. All right, and then take your pile that you have in your hands and plop it on top, and pick everything back up again. There okay. we go. Last one. Last one. Okay. I've done all that. Last one. Now, this is the Jeff Williams card trick. Mm hmm. So we're going to spell Jeff Williams. Holy
0: mackerel. I know.
1: This is G G E O F F W I L L I A M S. What I want you to do now is say the name of your card and
0: take a look at the very next one Nine of Spades. No, I mean nine of clubs. Oh no, I still screwed it up. You did. I did. No, but it's right though. It still oh, works. There it, is. It, there it, it is. is. it was the right card. It was the right one. <laughs> right. So. That's what I had. Ivan. I showed it to Ivan. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, that, but I, that's amazing. because That means I clubs and spades. So there was one. So, what if I, well, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know. That worked. That is amazing. <laughs> All right, listen, it's time for our book highlight segment. And Jeff's got a really cool book to give away, so we got to definitely do this. And that was an amazing Ooh. trick. There's one more coming out after the bottom of the half hour. And, and I can't even believe he did, he's now f- making the cards into funny piles while I'm doing this. Hey, our book highlight segment is brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. We've got a copy of a Jeff Williams DVD, Miracles of Magic. You can learn 22 easy to do miracles of magic. Magic on a DVD, and close-up miracles, 15 easy magic tricks you can do. Jeff, where these things come from? These are all, all your ideas? I produce these. So it's fantastic. It's top-notch stuff. It's like Hollywood quality. It's amazing. It's
1: amazing. It was all filmed in the privacy of my own home. and <laughs> okay. uh, And it's, a, yeah, really a lot of fun. There's actually a couple of things that are in the book that I
0: still do in my professional repertoire. That is fantastic. So if you want to see and learn some magic, maybe you've got a youngster, a a, a middle schooler or a high school that really wants to get into this, Jeff would be a great mentor for him, and he's got video here to train him. Call into the studio line now, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read these books, practice your magic tricks, but don't wait for the movie. Remember to call into the studio line, 855-265-2929. Compliments of Karis Christian Books and Gifts. And Jeff Williams, we've got fantastic gifts to give away. Easy to do, 22 easy to do miracles of magic. You can learn by Jeff Williams and close-up miracles, 15 easy magic tricks anybody can do, even your grandma. That's almost what the title says. Call right now, 855-265-2929. Jeff, when we come back, you're going to do another magic trick. Is it a card trick? It is, but it can be done with business cards. It can be well. done with business cards. We've got Jeff Williams with us today. He's a magician, a professional entertainer, but he loves the Lord. And he uses this gift every day, all the time, to help raise money for nonprofit organizations. And you get an opportunity to do this for a lot of Christian nonprofit organizations. By doing a show, they make money on your show, you make money on your show, and they get to use it for ministry.
1: That's right. And they can they can use it as an outreach type thing, and then they can turn around and take the money. And I'd like for them to to apply that money towards their uh, missions outreach thing, sending kids to Honduras on missions trips or VBS and, and even, uh, you know, fixing up the sound system so that, you know, their worship is a little more hip and fun and that type of thing. So churches, just by virtue of them being churches, they need money and they're always looking for new and creative ways of being able to do that and i've come up with this really good program that is absolutely no risk there's no there's no risk they can only make money with the program and it's kind of a odd Sort of system, but it it works really, really well, and uh, I have churches left and right who are uh, all hopping on and saying, "Yeah, let's let's give this a shot." It's so strange as far as it's out of the box form. It is, it
0: is normally especially magic in the church.
1: Yeah, and it's it's clean. Um, Some people have you know a little problem with the word magic, but it's entertainment and it's um, sleight of hand fun and you're
0: uh, definitely entertaining i mean i have seen you yeah. in action you're definitely entertaining how Please. you just got that card trick to work in my hands was because you trusted me to do everything you told me to do and the lord works in mysterious <laughs> yes. <laughs> he yes he does so l- let's move on to the second card trick we're going to do okay. a, another card trick on the air so yep. those of you listening if you are not driving you got a deck of cards or a set of business cards 20 how many do they have to oh, have? we they only have? need 10 this
1: time only need 10
0: business only cards t- this time
1: 10 10 business cards. If you've got 10 business cards, then you need to mark five of them with a big X on them. Okay? And then the other ones will be normal. If you're using uh, playing cards, we're going to use five red cards and five black cards. Okay. And, and what you'll do is... Hold so I've got the, two piles in front of me. Yep. Hold the red cards in one hand, the blacks in the other. And you got reds just, in the right hand. Yep. And then it doesn't matter. And then just drop one of each and then keep going back and forth until you've alternated all of those colors into a single face-up
0: pile. This is, takes, again, Check your talent. Work. There you Check go. Check my work. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then pick it up and kind of look through and make sure that all those colors alternate. This would make
0: a great yeah. hand. And, okay, all
1: right. Yeah, now this was a kind of a fun one because you don't have to really remember anything on this one. Okay, go ahead, go ahead and hold that packet face down. Face down, got it. Okay. And we're going to do what's called cut the cards, which means take a clump off the top. Any kind of clump? Any any size clump, and put it on the bottom. Okay, I've done it. Okay, do it again. I'm going to take a clumping. And, and A clump could be one card or up to nine cards. Actually. I took more than one yeah. clump. Okay, and so no, now... You just did it a third time. Yep, go ahead and do it again if you wish. Okay. There you go. Now, we're going to do something pretty crazy. I want you to push over two cards uh-huh. and turn them over as a block face up. Okay? Okay. Now I want you to cut the cards again anywhere you'd like. Keep those those face up ones where they are at. Just the orientation is going to get kind of crazy here in a bit. Okay. Okay. Now I want you to take another two okay. off the top, turn them over as a block, and go ahead and cut that packet. Oh, I get in, in any way I want to. Yeah, any okay. way I want right. to. Okay. Now we're going to get really crazy. I want you to do four push over four. Okay, and turn that over as a block on top of that packet. Okay. Now. If you are born, if your birth month is January through June, I want you to do nothing at this point. If your birthday is July through December, turn your packet over. The entire packet, turn it over. Okay, all right. So now I want you to then take either two, four, six, or eight cards off the top and as a block, turn them over. Your choice. Get, to get crazy with this one. So make it an even number. All right. Okay. So I did some there. I'm going to do some more there. You want me to do more? Yeah, and said- go ahead and cut the cards. Cut cut them somewhere. Just give them a cut. Okay. Okay, and then do another even number. Okay. Okay. Now just spread the cards out and take a look. How many face down do you have? I've got I got two face down. You got I see I've got 6. Other people are going to have 5 or 7 or 3 or any different number. All right, so go ahead, close it back up again. We were just checking. Okay. All right. Cut again. Turn over. 2, 4 or 6, your choice. All right. Okay, and give it one more cut.
0: Now, this, you got to admit, this is so <laughs> I'm totally lost. It's real. If this does anything really cool, it, again, will be a trick.
1: Now, we're going to deal them out one, two, one, two, one, two, making two piles. So, whatever orientation they're at, just leave them at that. So, deal them back and forth, back and forth, one, two, one, two. And then take one of the piles and pick it up. Uh-huh. Turn it completely over and uh-huh. place it on top of the other pile. Okay. okay. Now, pick everything up and give it a shuffle. Give it a little... Any kind of random any kind shuffle? Of, any kind of a little mix there. Just any kind of a mix
0: there. I have no idea where you're going with this Now, thing. wait. Now,
1: watch this. I want you to wave your hand over your packet. Ooh. Wave your hand over the packet. You should have had a sign for the waving. Ooh. Remember how we all had different numbers of cards that were... Turn them over and tell me how many you have face down now. Turn them over? No, no, no. Just spread them out. Spread the cards out and tell me how many you have face down now. I have five face down. Check mine out. I've got five face down. In fact, if everybody has done this properly, they've got five face face down down cards. But here's even better this gets crazier because just like like at the end, (laughs) wait, just like at the end, when the good shepherd separates the goats and the sheep. Notice we've separated the colors. The ones that are face up on you, they're all going to be the same color. <laughs> if you were to turn this over, you'll notice that all of those
0: are Un- the same color. Stinking believable people. I have just performed a magic trick. All my black cards are up and all my red cards are down. I have no idea how he did this. Completely random. It's crazy, I tell you. It's just crazy. All right, we're talking about crazy. Let's yeah. talk about being a Jesus freak. Because yeah. that's what makes life exciting. How have you been able to incorporate your faith into what you do each and every day because you you get to entertain people i mean how fun is it you get to practice magic at home and you, do you get how many do you have kids
1: i have step kids but they're grown so what did
0: you used to play tricks on them
1: no i mean i i got involved with them late 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 all right so um, okay so you didn't get to that so who's your who's your practice audience uh, my wife, who's fantastic, and uh, friends around me. I mean, uh, I go to networking groups. And I've almost always got a deck of cards with me or whatever, and and I'm I, I practice a lot. When we travel and my wife drives, I usually have a deck of cards or some coins in my hands, and and I'm working. I'm busy
0: working. <laughs> I I still have no idea. I mean, I've been sitting here looking, going, "All right, Jim, is it really true?" I'm like, "Yeah, that really worked like that." All right, so. Talk to me about the ministry side of this because your testimony is powerful. Christ has made an impact in your life, and you're and in, in you and you're growing in Him each and every day. How is it? How does it make an impact on you as a magician?
1: Well, I mean, it would be pretty easy as a as a magician as an entertainer to be able to say, "Look how great I am! I'm on stage. The lights are on me. Everyone is sitting and they're looking at me." And you you can't buy into that. Just like we can't buy into that we are so much better than anyone else because when christ died for us he died for everybody amen and it it didn't matter who you were so it didn't matter how screwed up you were he died for you nope and and on the flip side of things we're also each one of us god's favorite he loves
0: all of us exactly the same right so
1: consequently, that's a
0: pretty freaky concept, or not freaky, but complicated concept to think. Kind of, you're not just a face in the crowd to him. No. He knows
1: everything about you. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. He knows. Well, that's really easy every, for him, for you and I. Well, yeah, for me, it's like yeah, five, five double digits, maybe. maybe. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, but the the beauty of that is that we've got a God who really cares, and consequently, we don't have to think that for at any reason we, we are unimportant. And also, we are not more important than the the people that are around us, the ones that we serve, the ones that we're trying to help,
0: the ones that we reach out to. So and Jesus made that clear. I yeah. mean he never I mean, he was the Son of God, and he treated everybody equally, the people that hated him, he treated him nice, the people that needed him the most, the prostitutes, the tax collectors, he loved them equally. He, he was so good at not saying, "Well, I'm not going there." He did it. Mm-hmm. He, he talked to a Samaritan woman who had been married five times, living with a sixth guy 2,000 years ago. I mean, even today, it's rare you find somebody who's been married five times, living with a sixth guy. <laughs> I mean, that was astounding. Mm-hmm. And she was a woman from a crossbred race. And they weren't and, supposed to have contact. No. Yeah. And he specifically walked through that town so he could have that conversation with her. Yeah. And then he stayed there three days. Imagine what the religious people said about him then. This guy's nuts. Yeah. So you get a chance to touch those crowds. I do. And, I do. and, and, and first of all, you're going to be different than any magician entertainer because you're not using foul language. You're not using crude nope. talk. It, it's good, clean entertainment. And first they're going, "Wow, well, I didn't think you'd even do that. I mean, most people think comedians, You know, we got Pete O'Shea here on this station. And, and, and you go to Pete's comedy show. There's no foul language. I mean, it's just it's funny. It and is. you can be funny without being crude, rude, or unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And you get a chance to do that every day. Yeah, yeah. I do stand-up comedy as well. Really? You do, well, you do, yeah. are doing comedy because you're making fun of people doing tricks in front of them all the time. I
1: do make fun of people, but yeah.
0: No, I watched you do... You had Lori Hill on the stage last October with the rope trick. Yep. And, and you absolutely... I mean, you make make the people that you bring up on the stage, you make them look funny. Well, because And you make it exaggerate. You're taking the little pieces of rope that you got in your hand, throwing them over your shoulder. I watched one of your YouTube videos. you had done the same trick to some other poor, innocent woman in some foreign country. It's not a poor, innocent woman.
1: this That woman, think about it, they're the only ones that get to experience the magic effect. Everybody in the audience sees how it's done. So when you think about it, the person who helps me on stage is really getting the best out of the deal because they're getting to experience the magic, and I never insult them. I never. I, I they always get great applause uh, no, when I, they absolutely. leave the stage. So yeah, no, I never mistreat my my spectators unless it's a little, you know, seven year old precocious boy who tries to take control, and then you know we. uh you apply humbling lessons to them. We, you know. Can not, you make them disappear? Not so much, but I mean, I get them on my side in a way that you know is not brash or
0: that type of thing. You ever make anybody disappear? Or saw anybody in half? That's not in your repertoire. No, you know,
1: I don't do the big box magic because most people know if they own the box, they could do the trick, and so the the secret's in the box. And when I do the rope trick, the secret's not in the rope. The secrets... When I do a card trick, the secrets aren't in there. They're not special cards.
0: I have no so, idea. Again, he did two card tricks. I still have no idea how he did what he did. Right. And so now
1: the secret is not easy to explain away. And then it becomes more enjoyable. If you can go, oh, if I own that box, I could do that trick. All of a sudden, you're bored to tears. You see? And that in that respect, the the magic isn't working. It's, not, it's no longer entertaining. And once... Whatever I do is not entertaining to my audience. I'm not doing my job right. So the the best thing to do is to try to take a lot of those, I think I know how it's done, away. So you've written a book, Fundraising Magic. Yeah, it's it's all about how to use my show um, uh, as a fundraising vehicle, um, being successful at it. Even if you've never done any fundraising at all. Ever using a show is is quite a bit different than selling cookies or potted plants or you know raffle tickets. So it's a um, it it might take people by surprise what all is involved. And so I I answer all of those questions with and it's a completely free ebook. People can ask me for it. Send me an email to uh, Jeff at and that's Geoff. Yeah, G E O F F at G E O F F. Williamsmagic.com. Say, hey, I heard about this free ebook you got. I'd like to check it out, and I will
0: turn around and send it right to you. So it's JeffWilliamsMagic.com Yep, I'll put that out on our Facebook page tonight I'm sure Martha probably already has it put out on the Facebook page right now But we'll make sure it's out there tonight We've got Jeff Williams in the studio today And he's a magician We've done two magic tricks on the air today If you missed that? I gotta tell you, it was astounding I know we have no video Someday, if I've got a listener that wants to support us Going video, podcasting, live video for the show We could do that Not that anybody wants to see my face But you could have seen that magic Those two magic tricks, they were amazing amazing. And and so we're just you got to go out to Jeff's website. If you've got a nonprofit that needs to make some money and you're tired of the same old way, begging, how about provide some quality entertainment, bring in a magician, a good clean entertainment magician and package it together and raise some money for your nonprofit for whatever that need may be. Jeff, how far out are you booked? Um I've got stuff
1: happening in January. But you so got I mean, some spots between here and there? Oh yeah, yeah. Good. So we. Try do you
0: do more stuff in Tampa Bay than anywhere else, or are you all over the place all the time? Um,
1: I try to stay in Tampa Bay. Especially in the wintertime? Yeah. Yeah, I hate going up north and trying to battle that uh, white stuff. What is the name of that again?
0: I've... Uh no, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Certainly, back where you're going, like if you were going in January to Illinois and Iowa, I would say what? Especially Pella. I mean, Pella, Iowa, <laughs> flat, <laughs> far, far from here. All right. So, just talk to me in, in the last few minutes that we have. You've you've got a very unique ministry. Mm-hmm. How? Where, where do you see God taking your ministry next? I mean, you're you're entertaining for Christ. You get sometimes you get an opportunity to to share that testimony after a show. Where is God taking your ministry next? How how are, how is God going to use you to glorify Him in the remaining years of your life? Well, he's he's put me
1: in with the Christian Chamber of Commerce, and so that is wonderful to be able to get linked in with other business men and business women who are are very very um, interested in maintaining their Christianity and still being in the world but not of the world and. I think that's really where my focus is. I want to make sure that uh, as my Christian walk gets even stronger, um, that the magic that I do gets even stronger so that the clients that I have are able to see that, you know, it can be clean entertainment. It doesn't have to I, – I, the stand-up comedy and the, um, the things that I'm, that I'm doing are not – they're not putting a, a, a bad spin on things in order to be able to just make a buck. I'm really trying to get out there and help give back to the community of God by allowing them to be successful at maybe things that they're not good at. Maybe they're not great at fundraising, but they're great at putting on a, a wonderful VBS or you know a, a nice support of uh, missions around the world. Great. This allows me to actually partake in that work. Maybe I'm not a great evangelist myself as far as standing up and doing all of the, the testimony that some others who are wonderful, wonderful at that sort of thing. But I know what I can do and I can pitch in and help. And I think a lot of Christians think, well, I'm I'm really not a good, I'm not good at preaching or maybe I'm not good at evangelizing. But all of us have our talents. It's not all of us are eyes, not all of us are feet and hands, you know or lips, that's for sure. Bible even tells us that. So consequently it's like well, get involved with the body. There are so many Corpuscles that are necessary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they don't talk about the corpuscles in the scriptures, and they're missing it up because without corpuscles, your arms, your legs, your feet, your eyes, your nose—none of that would work. It works. So, you corpuscles out there,
1: congratulations. There's a place for you.
0: That's right. And and so talk about that. You um you've got a heart and passion for supporting ministries with the profits from your business. Do you have any 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 uh, favorite ministries you like to plug money into across overseas or locally? That you're like, well, when I get some extra, this is where I like to give.
1: Yeah, you know, I like to give to a wide variety of causes, but generally, my heart is with children. So I try mm, okay. to, yeah, try try to give to uh, like the homeless um, shelters. I like to give to
0: just a variety of like, children's causes. Really, is where it's at. And that, If you've got a heart and passion for it, there's lots of children's ministries out there that desperately need money because there's a lot of kids out there that desperately need help. That's right. we got a lot of single moms out there going, I just need a dad invested in my kid's life. A lot of single dads out there going, I just need a mom to invest in my kid's life. I mean, it's it's a tough world out there. It is. It's, it's very different than the world we grew up in. All right, so they can find out more about you at JeffWilliamsMagic.com. Yep. And it's GeoffWilliamsMagic.com. And, and there's, a, there's a video on the homepage
1: that is supposed to be highlights of my... My favorite moments as a a child. Uh, And if you're having a bad day, go there. Watch that video. And milk will shoot out of your nose. It's, it's guaranteed. Uh, it's un it, well if if you're really sucking down milk. So we well, have to watch that, Ivan, right after the show. You're going to have to see it. It's very funny.
0: All right, as we come to the end of another I Work for Him show, I'm just asking you to consider joining the I Work for Him Nation. I posted the flag last night on Facebook. I don't know, Ivan. Did you see the flag on our Facebook page? All right, you got to go out to I Work for Him and look at look for the I Work for Him Nation flag. I'm looking for Christ followers in Tampa Bay and around the world to commit to starting just this is first step. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. The people that you work with every day, start praying for them. I'm not saying start doing street evangelism. I'm saying pray for these people. And then I'm, I'm hoping that you'll get an opportunity to find out specifically how you should be praying for them. But just start praying for them by name and let the Lord tell you how you should be praying for them. We have enough conversations with the people in our office. We, sh- we can figure out how these people need to be prayed for, but start praying for them by name. It's all I'm asking for. If you're willing to make that commitment and join the I Work For Him Nation, just go to the, our website, iworkforhim.com and click on Contact Us and say, Jim, I want to join or subscribe, whatever you want to do. I want to join The I Work For Him Nation. Hey, while you're on our website, take a look at the big banner up at the top. It says, big news coming for I Work For Him on July the 20th. Check it all out. Lots of really cool stuff happening for I Work For Him. Go on our website, go on our Facebook page, and find out what's going on July 20th, July the 20th. You're listening to the I Work For Him Show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.